3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever
4: you get your podcasts. That's right. Yeah.
5: Round of applause for my mother support. I want to say welcome this up there, podcast. You know where you at. You know exactly who you tuned in with. The biggest homie. Been a lot going on, man. I, um, I just got out the hospital. You know, and anytime you had to go in a spot like a hospital, um, it kind of creates an environment for you that puts things that puts things in perspective. You know, um, moving so fast, so much business going, so much riding on what I'm doing. Me, in particular, you can get caught in a loop. You know, you can get caught in that weird loop where it's just all about. To work, 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 and then you can overwork yourself. Because, of course, when I was down, you know, a lot of my celebrity buddies, uh, which I like to call a lot of them, my brothers because, you know, we became close. Closer than some people I even grew up with. But a lot of those guys reached out to me. I was talking to Ish, and I was telling them, bro, I don't chill at all. Like, all I do is work. Like, all I want to do is work. So it ain't like I'm saying it, like it's a slight or like it's a... Like it's some kind of issue for me because it's not. And a couple of weeks ago, man, I spoke about how important recovery is. Speaking to B Marshall and athletes and even uh, the CEO of Revolt, you know, just kind of telling me like, yo, bro, every morning I have to swim or every morning or every day I got to do this to, you know, get my rest and relaxation. And I have not got me a regimen down. I don't know how to relax. I don't know how to enjoy what's happening like, I still haven't celebrated my small wins from last year. Like, I don't really celebrate things. I'm just, you know, I think, you know what I think it is? Because of my mental makeup, because of the way I came up, the sacrifices I had to make, my ability to have a mental wherewithal, to stay on track, to stay on course. It's like, at first I had to tell myself that it was possible. See, the first step, the first step is always going to be proven to yourself that is possible because you gonna have to tell yourself like, bro, it's a long way to 40 million. Like from a street, dude, like that's it's a, that, that that's a long ride. But you got to tell yourself, Jay did it, did it, did it, Kanye did it. Meek did it. Lil Wayne did it. Baby did it. Birdman did it. Future did it like n- is doing it. So you can't tell yourself that it can't happen. You just got to now equip yourself with. the 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 information that you need right so you got to read the job description yeah to get 100 yards you got to do x y and z or you got to know the details of the job like in football you can't just get on the field and disregard that the end zone is the only place where some points can be scored you can't put yourself in a position to disregard what the structure is so again when you come in that'd be a lot of our problem we'll come into things And we won't even take time to understand What it really takes for us to have a shot And for me with podcasting I did a thorough investigation There's nobody in the game I don't know everything that they done And I know that might sound crazy or arrogant For me to say that But I'm telling you And at some point I'm sure somebody's gonna do something Somebody's gonna say And then we're gonna have a thing And then you're gonna say Yo that dude was That dude he got the information Right And that is what it is But um for all of my fans man and, and again let me just plug because again i ain't parted in a couple of about a week so again i'm trying to get back into the vibe if you are listening to the audio adventure head over to patreon.com it's up there podcast for the video exclusively there videos are released on youtube FOGFO tv two weeks staggered you still get a chance to see them and they're doing good on youtube with their business model so we're doing great new show alert again atc all things considered go to patreon to get more info on that we will be doing some live shows we'll start to be on stages and we just got a lot going on so now now that the business is out the way I want to say thank you to all my fans. Round of applause for my supporters again. I want to say thank y'all again, man, because I felt the love in the hospital. So many calls, so many DMs, so many mentions. And I got to do a better job at starting to repost people, like reshare them, because it'd be so many. But I want y'all to know I felt that. You know, I'm still in that place where I separate real life from social media or from whatever entertainment presence that I have or whatever podcast presence that I have. So I don't really put too much credence in people giving me like, you know, 10,000 people saying get better loan. We need you or the podcast game really neat. like I just you know I, I, I don't I don't know yet. I guess because I haven't got on the road and felt none of you guys yet that I don't know that this is a real thing, you know. So it's like all these people. I mean, I had people sending prayers to me, man, like literally sending prayers. And I, and I couldn't. And I'm just I'm just in that thankful like, bro, you know, and, and I got to thank it. And then we'll move on to the show. This was a unique thing for me to think about because I don't get broken down. Right. I do need to work on my mental strength because I have like this layer. But once you get past that layer, I'm broke down. I'm talking about in regards to will, in regards to belief, in regards to like when I was in the hospital, I felt helpless. I'm feeling I'm sitting there feeling like, yo, no matter what I do, I can't stop hurting. Like I'm throwing up all this shit is happening. Like, I don't, I don't know. No matter what I do, I can say, you know, cause you know, at some point you, you put your man on, you know, you just like, you know, man, I ain't, you know, I ain't finna cry on, I ain't finna, this ain't man, I'm finna take the pain. You know, you put that on and that's cool, but that don't work. This is internal somethings. And I'm just like, yo, and it made me think of, um, cause one of the, speaking of getting prayers, one of the Muslim brothers hit me and, um, uh, one of my famous homies. And he said that uh he said that uh Allah he said something like Allah said Allah said all may not be well, but all will be well. Right? And I got to thinking like, yo, I need that mental strength like that. Like I know it's easy for him to say it on that side while I'm in the hospital hooked up on IVs and they giving me all kind of sh- trying to see what's happening to me so i know it's an easy thing for him to say but then i got to thinking about the muslim brothers a lot of them muslim brothers really live by that a lot of them muslim brothers are going being unfortunate circumstances and say yo allah said that such and such and they'll stand on that and sometimes whether you subscribe to that or not is a different conversation what i'm saying is the mental makeup that religion lends people you see what I'm saying? The mental, like, toughness. You know what I'm saying? Like, to say, yo, you know, God said that I would be in this situation and I'll be all right. And and really stand on that in the midst of the storm. And that's when I was saying, oh, sh-. you know, I'm, I got to get stronger in that. You know, now that don't make the pain go away. But that make long understand, like, long because I'm I'm a man of information. I'm a man, pretty witty guy. But that make that does make long say, look, some reason this is happening. We don't know why it's happening, but you got to deal with it. You see what I'm saying? And no matter what you see, this is the reality of whatever's happening to it. Let me say this to the people paying attention. Whatever's happening, you're going to have to deal with it anyway. It can hurt, it can feel good, you can cry, you can laugh, you can be up, you can be down, you can be sad, you can be miserable. But that don't stop that you gotta deal with whatever the situation is. And so, as I sat in there, I just kept telling myself, like, bro, you got re- people really appreciate what you do in this game, bro. I got thousands of comments on every platform. And this is organic. We ain't even read. Revote ain't even ran the ad-, ad campaign yet This is literally organic I get thousands of comments People man you really need it You the truth You speak king this and, and I'm always like Yo I don't really know if this is But when I went down And I posted because I posted uh, To let my fans know The episode wouldn't come out Right at midnight on Monday But I end up getting it taken care of and, uh, and just to see the overwhelming response The outpouring of love The people that was there that's like, yo, bro, the game will not be the same without you, bro. And I know that you don't know that this is what they're telling me. And I'm like, yo, bro, because something's happening with what I'm doing in podcasting, And we'll get to the show after this. But I want to give you all a brief update. Something's happening with what I'm doing. Whatever it is I'm bringing to podcasting is being received some kind of way. It's being received as information, as helpful. And if you listen to Gary Vee, Gary V always says help people. You hear a lot of people say if you help people, you're going to make a fortune. And so for me, I'm just sitting talking. But it's coming off as helping people understand kind of the inner workings of the game. I mean, you see a lot of people in this industry. They just sit down and have conversations about numerous things. They may be messy. They may you know, talk about this and that, and uh, do interviews about the past, the beef, and things like that. And I get into some of those things, but the perspective is different, the approach is different, and I think that's that's why I always will prevail in this game. And if God willing, man, we stay on track, man. We'll we'll run this thing all the way up. um But if you're a fan or a supporter, man, man, make sure you keep loom in your prayers. Um, and 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 just make sure you supporting the movement, man. You know, uh, I always tell my people, my fans, supporters, man. That's one of my biggest fears. is, like something happening, and then I don't get to see it. You know, my children and my mother and all them get to see like the world go crazy about what it is I do because all this work I put in, man. And I know this might sound selfish, but I, you know, I'm vulnerable right now. You know, as I'm speaking to y'all, um. But I want to see it, too. You know, I want to see the hard work because, believe me, nobody's done what I've done. I'm over 100 episodes in. I ain't repeated a talking point. I ain't had a guess. I go over two hours, 30 minutes, sometimes three hours every week. I'm dealing with clips every week. I'm uploading on four and five and six different platforms every week. I'm dealing with high level information. I'm putting major game down. You know what I'm saying? So. A lot of work go into that, not just sitting in front of a camera talking right quick. There's thousands of hours that people don't even see that has to happen for this to work the way that it's working. And so um, and for free for a long time. But I was in a financial situation where I can carry that burden. A lot of people got to we got to get ourselves in a situation where we can say, I. Shut everything down. I'm finna find something I love, do it for free for a while and see if it makes some money. If it don't, we'll move on. If it do, we just hit the lotto, you know. Um, but again, thanks to everybody, man. I um, I don't know, man. I just got a lot. I got a lot to think about. Simultaneously, I saw Jay-Z tell 21 Savage uh, that he spent his most money on doctor, um, on lawyers, um. I think it was a shelf And he said Yo without health, You can't even spend your money And I was reading that In the hospital bed Hooked up to IVs Thinking like All the phone calls Top niggas in the game Hitting my line Bro you got it bro You gotta be healthy Saying yo Out of country doctors Yo I got a doctor over here at the country bro I'll get that took care for you Or whatever like Dudes is trying to help me Stay in this game And I'm sitting there like Yo, I got to get this together, cause I ain't no good to nobody if I can't do what it is that they appreciate from me. You understand? So, um, conscious effort to to get this together. Again, we don't know what it is. Um, and I don't kind of want to explain it in, in its entirety. It just was a situation. It almost felt like a high level food poisoning type thing where you continue to throw up. Your stomach's hurting really bad. They cannot stop it. Um. And you just you're sweating up a stone like it's it's yo, it's it was it was a mess. Uh but thank everybody uh for tuning in. We we'll start today with the J Prince and WAC 100 situation. Uh for those of you been unaware, J Prince and WAC 100 has been going back and forth in regards to some Larry Hoover footage that was owned by a lady named Karen Chapman. I have Reggie White on this up there podcast, not sure when it'll be dropped. But pretty soon, um, and he spoke about introducing WAC 100 to Ridge, I mean, to Karen Chapman in that whole situation. But nonetheless, WAC ended up in a position uh, to where he was involved with some Larry Hoover footage from 1998. Simultaneously working with Kanye West at the time, delivering whatever footage that Ray J had or whatever that situation was he was placed in a situation to introduce that footage to Kanye West. Introducing that footage to Kanye West then puts Kanye West in a situation to be interested in the Larry Hoover footage as we've seen Kanye go out on a limb for Larry Hoover on several occasions. So he tries to do some kind of deal to get the footage, acquire the footage, see what's going on. Now, that's where you insert J. Prince. Jay Prince in the South, you know, royalty in the South whack on the west they look at Whack as a big dog on the west um in my opinion we don't we haven't really saw Jay Prince be on the internet doing too much and this is this is something that's new uh, to, to the old Jay Prince fans and 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 watchers and supporters and so when we see him do this of course it's a message to the culture like what's happening what is he trying to say? And um, he went and sat with Wallow and and Kind of explained it a little bit We'll let him speak on that a little bit And then we'll come back with some commentary
6: Well interference came into play With this dude uh, Rat, Officer Rat 100 You know what I mean A lot of interference came into place With Officer Rat 100 Because what he done You know what I mean And this has to be talked about Because we're on a million dollars worth of game Mm -hmm. And I got to get a game to the Ute because I don't want him getting caught in no crosses where this Officer Rat 100 is concerned because he's a lie rat. You know what I mean? And here's he the truth of what he's done. You know, even though he tried to deceive and put, you know, our text messages, you know, in a, in a form. where we was talking about apples, he want to switch the game up and say we're talking about oranges. But, you know, I got proof, and I'm going to show y'all the, the real text messages that he didn't want people to see. Mm. But what this brother, you know what I mean, that called himself real, attempted to do and play, you know, with, with, with the old man. We call him the old man, we call him, I call him my brother, my friend, you know. But most of all, with his freedom, you know, because on two occasions, one, him and his Chad, uh, what's his woman's name, Karen Chapman. You know, this is a lady that was entrusted to go in and interview, you know, Larry Hoover with an understanding of, you bring this back to the family. Uh We're not clearing a way for you to go and do this for no other
5: reason. Uh You know, we don't play
6: like that, but that's what she done. She went and interviewed.
5: And just for the record, right, I want everybody to pay attention to Gilly. Um, I would say that after the Hassan phone call was released uh the gilly and wallow and whack 100 relationship as well as other relationships was tampered with and so now you see some of those effects because even when i first saw this interview and gilly didn't start with the dance and he was really wasn't even really on his vibe wallow was still trying to but gilly he wasn't i said something's off he's not feeling it something's going on I didn't know what it said, but it said something. But I can honestly say that since that phone calls was released, and I expected those relationships to be tampered with, number one, because Wack and Gilly, say Gilly and Wallow on them, they don't need Wack. They may did at one time, maybe to get some interviews on the West Coast, get in contact with some people. I don't know if they ever did. At this particular time, there's no real need for them to be in a situation where like they need whack 100 you see what i'm saying and so now it's like yo you said you had to squeeze on us and we we gotta come out there man oh man and them street dudes and you know sometimes you can try to explain it in a way where it's effective other times like now i know what i know what that meant i ain't that ain't i'm not going for that it's almost like and Wall on them ain't saying nothing but it's like they're thinking like and that to me, because I hear Wax saying that they need to approach him if they feel a way. And if they have a relationship where he feels they're friends in that way, that's them. I don't feel like they have to approach Wack 100 if they feel away. I I feel as though Wack may have seen or should have seen what was presented online and now understand that he may be dealing with the effects of some people trying to disassociate themselves in a way where it's. You know where it's visible You know what I'm saying And that could come from uh, Some of that conversations That he had with an east coast dude About people he had genuine relationships with Let's listen to a little more
6: And ran off Uh, You know what I mean So what this dude has chosen to do Is take a stand With a person like this Like when they was putting together the pardon For Larry a few years ago uh, And I let him tell that story But I'm so I'm feeling so good about it right now until I'ma say and what I don't cover you you we're gonna do like we're DMC. Uh-huh. So so she didn't wouldn't give footage for the pardon. Now this this is him being free. Uh-huh. We just wanted, you know what I mean, because when you're trying to humanize right. a person, then you use footage, you use their own words uh-huh. to help right. in situations Absolutely. like this. So it was about the money with her. She asked, well, what am I getting out
7: of this? Yeah, let me reiterate that part. So when we were trying to put the pardon together, I said, we was trying to just get information on my father. So we, she had some actual footage of him. We like asked the attorneys, would that be good to have this footage to put on this pardon? they like, yeah, that will be good. I said, we can try to do it. We tried some numbers. We caught up with the lady, and I called her, and I asked her. I was like, oh, we need some of that footage because we're trying to put this pardon together. And she told me, she said, well, who gonna get paid for this? Well, how I'm going to get paid for this. And I'm like, wow, this is about my father's freedom right here. And you want to know who's going to get paid for this footage, Mm. you know, so. Now, I do. I do. I'm
5: going to be honest. I, I do find that a little, you know, crazy if I request some footage for a party and um and I'm asked for a price tag. You know, I will view that away if that's me, if that's my family, I'll look at that away. I ain't going, to you know, it's like, damn, I ain't saying we finna put this out, you know, or, or go to Amazon Prime with it. I'm saying like, yo, we trying to plead a case. Now, I hear arguments to say if Jay Prince and I, I'm i about to have Larry Hoover Jr. and Jay Prince on this up there podcast. So we'll reiterate some of these questions. I hear questions to say. If, if you don't know what's on the footage, how do you know it can help with his pardon, right? Now, he really just explained that in his opinion, he feels like that whatever footage they got from Dean can humanize him, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that he's not going to be on camera in jail speaking on things that would be outside of shedding new light and covering new ground. So we would assume that it should be something where he's um, trying to further whatever teachings that he wants to change or that he may have been involved with right so i think that that's the generalization there and to hear his son say that it's like man that's that's, that's
7: heavy um really caring about our family but um she wanted to know who's gonna get paid while well, we was trying to get this package together for this part and then moving forward after that that's around the time kanye hit went to the white house not too far between before then or uh, after that, she seen that it was a buzz and my father's name was fresh in people's heads. And that's when she come from behind a rock somewhere, looking like it was an opportunity. Kanye reached out to her to try to get the footage again some years later. And I don't know where it happened at, but somehow Whack wound up in the middle of the mix. And Whack was bar- bar- uh, the middleman with the footage. First he was just the middleman for her because she didn't want to speak to us. But then next thing you know, he's a partner in the whole situation. This is his footage. He got it in, blah blah blah.
6: So yeah, what what this clown what this clown done? You know, head up like we right here. He was somebody else. You know what I mean? He portrayed to be oh, I'm down with y'all. The only reason I wanted to talk to him, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for my brother because it's serious business, right? So I embrace that. I entertain that. And, uh, you know, in retrospect, when I hear him take a different position, like he was partners with her and this and that the whole time, I'm like, oh, so it's not one of them kind of niggas where all money, good money with him. You know what I mean? Everybody go. You know, I'm from the school where everybody don't go. You know what I mean? And when you're playing with a man, freedom, like that, and everybody go, then, you know, I take that real personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why, you know, I want all the culture, because I'm going to stand for the culture. You know what I mean? I love the hip-hop culture. You know, I, I put in a lot of work where the hip-hop culture is concerned. I blaze the trail. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I see one... You know, trying to on Tupac, trying to on Nipsey, trying to on you know the homie Big U out there, trying to on Master P. You know, good (laughs) real (laughs) niggas. You know, Meek Mill. You know, I I see a nigga get on a a podcast and with with another rat and go off on Twenty One Savage. I'm like, oh, this nigga got diarrhea at the mouth. He he like full of shit, right? He he the type of that will in the bed and blame it on the baby huh. you know what I mean imagine that you know you take a raw shit in the bed and say that's the baby <laughs> shit it ain't shit <laughs> you know what I mean this is how he go to trying to change narratives and different shit about the truth and uh, what be real cold about it is some people get lost along the way you know what I mean they get lost along the way and they'll roll off a cliff with you know what I mean uh, uh, Officer Rat 100 and uh, you know I don't like this, shit, man. I'm gonna I'm calm down and let y'all talk. But I hope the people feel me because you know I ain't the type of nigga. I don't believe in using rap and like some call them punks. I I, rem- I remember calling. Him mm-hmm. So he like a s*** me. You know what I mean? He's a s*** me, and I can say a whole lot of other thing. But I'm a I'm a we own million million dollars worth of game. All right, but uh. <laughs> Just, just just, for the record, I want all that smoke that one is talking about. You know, I, I know how to put all that out, so but, y'all time.
7: But, yeah, one last thing. The bottom line is the, the stuff was taken from us, and he partnered, partnered up with the lady to act like it was his and I'm going to sell it back to you when it was ours in the first place and act like he's a, a street dude and he respect my old man and respect everything. Who is a real dude that's go partner up with this chick that stole something and try to go in front of the world like he really had a right to do it? Like he trying to, you know, he putting he putting people in bad positions out there. It's people that's, you know, there's that's real upset about that. And I don't got nothing to, you know what I mean, I don't have nothing to do with him. I I don't know where their head is, but, you know, he 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 keeps just jumping out there in the deep water, man.
5: And so in, in that in that exchange between those gentlemen, again, visibly, visibly, while Jay Prince and uh, Larry Hoover Jr. speaking on WAC 100, you see a different Wallow and a different Gilly because they're hurt. They've been through something where they've been attacked or their brand has been attacked in public, right? By uncovered conversation from a guy they didn't even know. And so if I don't know these guys, why are you speaking to them? Guys? Like, it's just a lot of questions that need to be had right then. Some people say, take the initiative call. Nah, ain't nothing to call about. I'm Listen, Loon, if if a recording come out with my name on it from somebody that I've did nothing to and it's genuine, supposed to be a genuine relationship and there's something that comes out where you saying, yo, Loon got to let us come on this up there park. Hey, you know, he know he like to come down here to Miami. He got to come down here. I'm, I'm going to take that away respectfully. I'm going to say, oh, oh, I'm dealing with insight now. So you think you got some kind of stronghold on me. Let me show you you ain't got no hold on me. You know what I'm saying? And I'll do that just because of my ego. I got one of them kind of egos the way I'm going to get you. I'm going to show you. you No, you, nah, you can't do that to me. I'm just not one of those guys. My first question when I saw this was like, all right, Jay Prince be on now. How's Wack going to think about that? And then I remembered some people still don't understand how Wack got involved. I remember a couple of months ago when we was dealing with the BMF, Big Meech, Life Rights, Blue Da Vinci, you know, Little Meech, all of that. When we was dealing with the BMF thing, of course, Wack homeboy is Blue Da Vinci. So Wack jumped in with his homeboy. And I remember he posted some kind of paperwork about some people that might have been allegedly saying something on the case or how you got the life rights was sold. Uh, was, it was just a, some kind of interaction. I think what he was alleging, and I don't know this to be the case, so don't say long saying it. Whatever I say, I stand on, but I don't stand on nothing that I don't have information on. It, I think what he was alleging is that whoever sold the life rights to 50 cent was an informant or something. There was something with whoever had the life rights and how it got there. Um, And so, Blue Da Vinci... According to WAC 100 reached out to WAC and said, yo, I got I got a story or I got the rights to something that has to do with BMF and I want to get a deal for it. And, and that's where WAC has stepped in. I haven't heard nothing about that Blue Da Vinci thing or whatever they had going on. But at that same time, he spawned out of that and started to speak about this footage from Larry Hoover. And he would say things. And again, I know what Wack does on Clubhouse. He's front-facing. He's consumer-facing. So he's on there saying, yo, I got some footage. It's like five hours. Nobody never seen it. The family never even seen Right? He's boosting the footage up. But he don't know those recordings. Some of that recordings, because I'm pretty sure he don't know everything he says on that Clubhouse. Some of those recordings get back to people that may not be maybe three minutes of the 25-minute clip. It may be one minute of an eight-minute clip. Like, so it's not a fully explained situation nonetheless your words is your words your voice is your voice so when it gets back to them they say oh he done he got the footage and again he made a conscious effort to try to bridge whatever gap because he's an opportunity guy if he see a bag or something he gonna he gonna make it happen as well as I so he tried to you know connect a few dots to get the business took care of and then connecting those dots Runs into Jay Prince, explains the footage to Jay Prince, um, alleges that Jay Prince wants to give the lady 20K and muscle her out of the footage. And so after this interview, we see some of the same behavior we've seen from WAC 100 after the Hassan Kamel interview where he goes to Clubhouse and gives his perspective. Um, It says something to me about the people who spend a lot of time like on Clubhouse and on YouTube and on Facebook and going live it says something to me and I'll have a deep dive at some point about that because it's, it shows like the business acumen of doing that just doesn't make sense. Right. Especially if it's not packaged. Right. If it's not structured. Right. So for me, if I see you somewhat talking every day, just live, I say, oh, you playing with this game? You don't know what you, 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 you oh, yeah, You one of them or you just like talking. You like attention like that ain't me. I don't like attention. I'm here to put the message out, go back in hiding and count the money other than that i don't want no dealings um but after hearing jay prince on this whack then goes on clubhouse now this is where it gets interesting because while whack is on clubhouse he's now being placed in a position where he has to defend himself by his own people so this puts you puts you in a position where a lot of times you feel like you're on your back foot and you're swing. You know, so they went. They went to asking them certain questions. Let's take a look at what they said.
8: I said, you know, that was a money play for Gillian Wallow, man. They got to keep the content streaming. Don't hold them too hard to it. You know what I'm saying?
4: No, I just gonna look them in their eye. And I'm gonna ask them where they at with it. Depending on what they say, depending on where it go. I ain't tripping my. I don't give a about nothing. It's what right, it is, right, right? I ain't tripping. That's Go Where y'all at with me, my... They know what they say. They know what it's going to be. Me, then we going to tear it up on the spot. They know what they say. That's what it's going to be. I ain't tripping.
9: Them, Hey, put like this, crook. Them interviewing them is one thing. Talking about projects, where the they got going on. But it's when they started talking about whack and how long he let them drag it and entertained it. He read this so, so people can't... Like, nigga not participate none of that if i with him bro we're not finna do none of that conversation oh yeah man you know and then it went to the here nah 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 we can't do that oh why what's the problem I with him oh okay okay that's a simple thing the, the views would still the be there yeah the, the views would hold on quick nah. the views would have still been there so if we talking about that was a money play the, the views would have still been there. They would have still got their numbers. They would have still ain't. They did not have to allow these people to drag that shit out and put all them shit and just sit there opposed to being like, nah, man, whack showed me the contract. Hey, whack. did put up a text message. on They didn't address anything on behalf. There was no devil's advocate. It was just let, let them rant about whack and let us just sit here.
10: You know what I'm saying? And like you say, I think somebody else said they would have made the phone call to even make the content more, you know, uh, elaborate to get the information out. But I think there may have been a deal to where it was like they were going to listen to him talk and they going to just put the content out. And I think that's where Wack got to be like, hey, like he said, I'm going to look you in the fucking eye and you tell me where you're at. That's where it's at.
8: Hey, hey Bo, hey, Bo I, and I, I agree with you. But there's no possible way you're going to have those two in, individuals there, and it not come up. Now, Pete Game, it was scripted. Pete right. Game, right. no there, was, there was three, there was three commercials, or two or three commercials in between. That subject matter did not come up until 53 minutes and 24 seconds into the broadcast. Pay attention.
10: Which you know that was as designed so that they get all the other bullshit out the way. Right, the it was major content was right. scripted to where, hey, you know this is going to come up. Let me ask you a question, even how, even how
4: much can control. you take?
10: Even as a blogger,
4: how much can you take when somebody says some some smut some bullshit about your homie? Like you, at, at some point you can be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the homie we talking about. Hold on. How much? Even as a blogger, how much? That's how much can fact, you take? Yeah. How much can you take before you shut it down? Like, hold on, my. We we talk about the army for one. Dog. So it's going to be respectful. It's going to be respectful. All this name calling, all that shit out. So for one, it got to be respectful. For uh, Even as a blogger, it got to be respectful. Just the And just I know you a man of principles and morals, so I know you're going to check some sh- from the gate
8: they should
5: have just called Whack on the phone. No, no. And so again, you see these people who are in this clubhouse room and they're trying to present Whack with a situation where they try to help him understand, yo, they did you wrong, they did you wrong, they did you wrong. Ain't nobody saying, Man, damn, whack. Maybe them calls from Hassan, man, damn, man, damn, Hassan, that that, that situation, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah,
8: yeah. But but two P's, the point you you brought up, dog, you already know when it comes to when bread is involved.
9: Bro, as soon as as soon as he said "rat one honey and that's that's when
4: that's when Gilly one of them niggas should have been it's like. here go the thing though, no. I I kind of I kind of appreciate it because it let me know he could keep scared, he was a coward because you didn't tell me that in my face. Oh God, I
9: didn't call you no rat,
11: none of that. Yeah. For sure, nah, uh, what, DJ what got, me was, what got me, was me was
10: when he said the cake shit, whatever the f- it was. That, that, he thought that that's f- funny. I ain't like that.
11: I ain't never seen Nick DJ Academy let talk bad about him. He be like, "Hold on, now I know whack, whack and Wack again. He most against." Come on, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they the could have called whack. Anytime they say call- something, he go hold on, whack most.
4: I seen these niggas in the wh- lobby. Wh- 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 I'm looking at Gillian Wilde a little different. If y'all felt like that, bro, we could have told the lobby up, bro. I, I, I'm gonna say this, man. Felt like, like that, bro. For real, like.
11: Total lobby up. I was don't uh, It's courtesy, car I felt like they, f- they could have let it know if she not And
9: I know they listening because I know they know this, that, that shit was weird. the They Let me tell you that. something.
4: One thing about me, bro. I always run in the niggas, bro. I'm already knowing. I know what all the time. I just don't. I'm going to run in the niggas and then we going holler. I'm just going to look at They are, and I'm gonna ask one question: What's
7: happening?
11: They got my number.
7: Yeah,
11: straight up. No, Rick Yes, it's super weird because they call people on their podcast all the time, and as soon as they got done saying that, they should have. All right, you know what? You got a problem with whack? Let's call them right
9: now on FaceTime. Waldo does all the time. I don't know why they didn't choose to do it this time. That's what I'm saying.
10: They weren't with the piece, but uh, I. Really Hey, this was this was uh kind of suspect. But see, don't
4: the same? No, nah, would kill me if I just seen the n- just seen. The them. I just seen the niggas, bro, face to face. They walked up. I was sitting down. They saw me before I saw them. The nigga walked up on me and grabbed me by my shoulder and said, "What's up now, n- playing?"
10: Right. I I, I think those- I think they fucked with you, but I think. Uh, a element of that interview was they showed their cards as they're kind of intimidated by his presence as well as yours and didn't want to get involved and I think that's the card they're going to play.
5: Listen man if he's saying that they got a call and this and that and yo did you reach out to them after that phone call came out? Did you get him any respect after that? I wonder when Wack seen them, did Wack tell them man, you know they wasn't like it or how they feel because you you, yo bro you got to know whatever it is you do right if if me and you have any kind of relationship business or other personal whatever kind of relationship and you do something to put that in jeopardy if you put it in jeopardy and then i say yo the jeopardy you put our relationship in severed the relationship you can then get mad and say you 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 severed the relationship and didn't even tell me it's like yo no the circumstances severed the relationship and it's almost like that he's ignoring that or he's looking at them like they blood homies or something. See, sometimes the gang banging homies may, they may got to look over certain sh- because it's just like, nah, that's a homie, though. That's still a homie, though. Nah, this really like business. Like, this ain't that type thing. Like, huh? Like a, a recording came out with some dude, I don't even know. You were saying this about me, this, that. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. Am I safe around you? I did 20 years in the charm. What is that? Like, I don't know what... Well, What's your real feelings? I don't really like yo, like what's up? So he gotta kinda understand some of that. Let's listen to a little bit more.
9: Now now they now they gotta lift this eye and, and come up with some reasoning. Or just yeah.
8: Yo, listen, man, y'all 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 bugging right now. Because I I ain't gonna say I know the type of reach any individual has. But I could tell you right now, certain individuals can get pinged to this app right now. If if that was the call, but I understand why. And them <laughs> not been in the room ten <laughs> times.
10: Hey crook, what did I tell you? What did I say? What did, did I say I in the earlier room? I said I can't wait. I said I'm interested in the response of this Gillian Wally interview.
5: See, Wack got to understand He jeopardizing his real relationships with this entertainment. All them niggas on there together. Shout out to his homeboys on Clubhouse. I don't know them, but they they ain't moving no needles in this business. They ain't nobody in this business, nobody calling. So you don't, yo, bro. I mean, I don't know, man. That's why I be saying, man, sometimes you can't get in the trick, but you got to be smarter, man. You can't let, yo, who asking me all this? I need to be talking to Gillian Wallow about Gillian Wallow. That's the first mistake. That's the that's why we here now. It's cause every time I go to talking about somebody, that if they around or not, many get back to them and it may be misinterpreted. So now I'm calling them. Yeah, I'm reaching out to them because and and if you use Wack One theory, he always says yo without the seed, it ain't no root. It's the same thing. Yo, without you saying that the Hassan ain't no Jay Prince interview especially doing that so before we get to them not doing something on that interview we got to talk about what was said on that call what's that addressed what's their apology about that you understand but some things is bigger than the program they don't got to apologize so therefore they got to deal with the civil relationship you can't be the big like yo bro either get it right or get left and if everybody rich act rich because if 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 all you is rich and you don't need the little relationships, stand on what it is you stand on like you do with them gang banging Them gang banging, you you know what I'm saying. So my thing is, he got to understand, bro. It what this don't just come out the clear blue sky with killing them disrespecting you and they ain't disrespect you. They just didn't defend you. You understand? They didn't defend you because the relationship has been tampered with based on things you may have said. Let's listen to a little bit more, and then we'll get on to the trouble. Uh, RIP, trouble. Trouble was killed. We'll speak about that. Um, and we got a few more topics, and we're gonna get out of here. It'll be a short part today because I'm fresh out the hospital. Get back in rotation next week. Um, but yeah, we'll do that. Let's listen to a little more.
9: Why the promo clips gotta have whack in it, though? That's that's whack made that point. The promo because,
10: clips because, is, yeah.
4: because that's, that's what it says <laughs> Because I don't I don't think no more of the mother. An interview was even worth it listening to. It
9: ain't got whack
4: in it. They ain't trying to really watch it. It ain't got whack in hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. hey, My
10: nigga is hey. 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 the algorithm, motherfuckers. Yeah, that part.
8: People from public consumption. That's what I'm saying.
4: Man, <laughs> I ain't getting a f about none of that. When I see him, I'm going one question. Depending on how the answer is, depending on where it's going to go. That's simple Take it how you want to take it. You got my number. I didn't text them and all that day They ain't responding. Niggas on that whole shit being cool. Nigga. While I'm the same to reach to you, nigga. I'm the same to reach to you, nigga. I done looked out for you like you looked out for me. So if you feel like you can't get on the phone with me, then that's telling me what that is. Nigga. Maybe you've been on too long. I don't know.
12: Dirty. Yeah, You know they're going to say it's for content, right?
4: Oh no! Now when I run into him, I ask him one thing: We are gonna tear it up? That's simple. It ain't been a, hey, homie, what's that? My name, y'all, y'all really let a disrespect my name like that? And you've you been ignoring. we gonna get at Yeah, I don't think we're you act? It's gonna go where it's gonna go. It's gonna go wherever it goes. So you holler at me? Uh, you know, when I see you, I'm gonna ask you. And then do what it do. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping one I ain't I'm not tripping So basically If I'm
5: interpreting that correct And again I'm not sure if I understand What he's saying It sounds like he's saying that I'm gonna run into these dudes And I'm gonna ask them Y'all let somebody Disrespect my name And call me a rat And um Been ignoring me And depending on what they say Is going left That's another slight on my name Ain't nobody pressing me. Ain't no conversation about such and such or else. Grown men don't give grown men ultimatums. I don't know where they get that from. Sometimes, you know, and I know the streets that let dudes get away with that. Where I'm from, I don't get ultimatums. I'm the verifiable nigga. I don't get no ultimatums. Don't nobody tell me such and such or else. It's always or else. It's always going to be or else. You understand ain't gonna be no ultimatum So you know when when you put me in a position To say man if Loon don't call me If he don't call me When I see him is up You not getting no phone call Now if you on there saying Man that hurt me man Man Loon let J Prince and them get on there That hurt me man I know I know I know that phone call with a son came out man I was slipping I was tripping on that man I was wrong by that dog but that hurt me they let that man cut hurt man I'm talking about I'm hurt I can't even explain how much I'm hurt man it's indescribable man I can't even right that'll make me view it a little different but if you on there talking like on uh, when I see him and then I ask him and if they say such and something man it's going here man come on man you can't get away with that with me not me But in closing on this topic, man, it's just safe to say that the WAC 100 Gilly and Wallow relationship has been tampered with. I'm not sure if it's over, if it's severed. It's definitely tampered with. It's definitely uh, strained right now. There's a situation where they've been placed um, in in unfortunate circumstances by someone that don't have a relationship with neither one of them. That's what's crazy about it. Like Hassan never had a relationship with Wack, and he'll never have a relationship with Wack because he was he he know he a little too spooky to do that. He ain't going on that West Coast and pulling up on no Wack one hundred for nothing in the world. Before this, he wasn't doing that. And Wally and Gilly they don't Wallow and Gilly don't know Hassan, so it's like oh, this how he feel. It's almost like when you heard Donald Sterling on the phone call when he thought wasn't nobody listening and gal was recording him when he was saying i don't give a f- what you do with them n- just do not bring them to the don't bring them n- to the game you can fuck them you can have a babe just don't bring that n- to the game when he was saying that now it's like oh sh- whole time he got black people on his team so now they looking at it like oh this your real feelings now i'm gonna hold you accountable for for all that little them little gestures you was doing that i was looking over because i thought we was homies you heard people say yo you you mentioned that 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 gilly got hit in the mouth or something by such and such oh so that was that's that oh you really might think i'm pulling that. me oh you ain't Ah, oh, it's a ah oh. so all those little gestures that I chalked up to this my homeboy and we trolling and it's for content. Now I got to reevaluate all them. What was you really doing when you called us out there? Was you really trying to embarrass me? When you said wallow was this or that, you know, so now they start looking at things like this. And whack been in the streets too long not to understand that uh, uh, your mindset must change when you get new information. So once we got that tape on Dollar Sterling, we got to say, oh, that's why he was rubbing on Blake Griffiths and said he looked like a horse. Or them was on some slavery. Shit. But we got to put two and two together. See, with one two, you can't put two and two together. You got to have two twos to put two and two together. So you got to put two and two together and then say, that's what your outlook is. And if that outlook don't fit the outfit that I'm rocking then me and you can't be in the same situation with each other. And that's respectfully to you and your pimping. But you got to respect the game for what it is. And I got to respect my brand for what it is. Um, And and for me, you know, we'll see where this goes. These these guys probably have a conversation at some point, may even have a podcast at some point um, to speak about it. But um, as of right now, that relationship has been tampered with. And uh, we'll be on the lookout to see what happens. All right, let's talk about this. Rapper Trouble was killed in Atlanta, Georgia. R.I.P. the Trouble. Um, the situation um, was unfortunate. He was at a female's house in which a guy came into the house um, and, and, I guess, opened fire and, and shot him and killed him uh, while he was in the bed with the young lady. Um, Trouble, for those who are unaware, is a Atlanta native. Um, part of Duck tape the mob, you know. Uh, shout out Bank, he was a part of that. He had songs with Drake. He had songs with Thug. He's he's did some things in the rap game. Um, also he was influential in that cucumber challenge a few years ago. Where that cucumber challenge thing was a uh, a big thing on the internet, where girls were grabbing the cucumber and things like that. Him and Boosie was real cool. So he was one of them Atlanta real ones, like one of them dudes that. You know, if you want to tap me and tap in with the streets of Atlanta, he can probably get you in communication with anybody that meant something dying there. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, for what I've always seen, been a fly just on his taking care of his little, you know what I mean? Uh, lingo intact, one of them. You know what I mean? Um, and with them with them women. So again, he was always a dude, man, who in my opinion held his little space down in his game and um. I've always respected his little pimping over there. He did his one, too. Let's listen to the press release from the county where he was um, shot at.
13: Uh, my name is Jedediah Canty. I'm the uh, public information officer at Rockdale County Sheriff's Office. And the spelling is J-E-D-I-D-I-A. Canty is C-A-N-T-Y. You guys are investigating a homicide that
1: happened.
13: Okay, so um, at approximately 3.20 uh, this morning, uh, Rockdale County deputies responded to a um, shooting. It was at the Lake St. James apartment complex in Conyers. Um, uh, upon deputies' arrival, um, they observed the male, black male, lying on the ground suffering from a gunshot wound. Um, unfortunately, the uh, victim did die on the scene. Um, we do have a suspect, um, his name is going to be, um, what is his name? His name is Jamichael Jones. Um, we currently do have, um, warrants for his arrest, um, and, but right now he's not in custody. Is there
1: any connection between the victim and the suspect?
13: So there is no connection. Um, what we know and what I can tell you is that, um, Mr. Morel Orr, which is the victim, was visiting a female friend at the um, complex, um, and Mr. Jamichael Jones um, did know the female, and it was a domestic situation. Do you
1: have any leads triangle? on where he might be at this
13: time? We don't have any leads. Um, we did search um, the known locations that we thought he may be at, but we did not have any luck finding him. Do
1: you say it's a love triangle?
13: Um, no, it's not a love triangle, not at all, because he was um, the victim did not know the suspect.
0: Was the female with the victim? Did they ride
1: together to the complex, or did he went to visit her?
13: I don't know that. I just know they were together at the apartment complex.
1: What would you say, what message do you have for the community who lives in that area, who lives in that complex, who might be afraid for their safety?
13: I wouldn't say that this has anything to do with the area. Um, I think it was an isolated situation. It was a domestic situation. Um, We are asking the public for their help in locating uh, Jermichael Jones. Um, He is from the Atlanta-Jonesboro area that we know of.
1: What words can you share about the victim? Obviously, he's a known person, and this is uh, a lot of people have
13: feelings about it. It's gotten a lot of attention. Yes. Um, from what I know, um, I believe his name was Trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Atlanta rapper. Um, unfortunately, I don't have too much information on it because I, I don't follow rap. <laughs> but um, I know that there is a lot of um, people that are really upset right now, are broken hearted about the situation. Can
1: you say how many times he was shot?
13: He was shot one time. Um, he was shot in the chest.
1: Was he...
13: I, yeah, I don't know that. Mm-mm.
1: Have you all been in touch with any family members? I'm assuming if you
13: put the name out. You yes. The, um, the mother is aware, um, and I'm sure she's not dealing with it too well. Uh, I don't know about any other family members, but the mother was notified.
0: Where in the complex was he shot? Was it inside, outside?
13: He was inside um, the apartment.
1: Are there any other details that you can share with us at this
13: time? It seems the situation is a little. Um, so right now the, the current um, warrants that we do have um, for the um, Jermichael su- uh, suspect um, is we have home invasion. So that does tell you that he was at home. Um, and Well, he entered the home, I'm sorry. Um, we have felony murder, um, and we also have aggravated assault. So if that's a little bit more helpful.
14: They gave me two minutes to talk about my brother for 20 some years, and I could never find the words. Oh, my MLB brought us up here with me because this what he created. Y'all boy come up here with me, bro. It ain't no disrespect to nobody, but this trouble creation, this what he created. I tried the right down, I try to do everything in the world to find the words, but I just couldn't find the words because this was a real special guy, man. And he just never judged nobody. I always accepted people. So ambitious, fearless, a woman's man, or somebody just an all-around great creation, man. And we always used to talk about not leaving the earth, man. We never, we never, never, never planned this. We used to always talk about bro how we gonna make it out. You see what I'm saying? And this guy right here, man, he he brought all us together, bro. We're talking about millions of different of personality, but everything was real and genuine with you, man. And today, bro, I just really want to give you your flower, bro. I can't make no speech, bro. I want to tell you, bro, we love you so much, bro. And I appreciate you, bro. Your brother, man. Back in high school, I gave her the name Dude. And ever since then, you know, I ain't called him trouble in 15, 20 years. I always call him Dude. You see what I'm saying? And he just always been there for me. I always made sure, man, scale. Come on, bro. Scare. Come on, bro. Scare. Come on, bro. Whatever he made sure, he made sure people who really loved him, he made sure they was in whatever he doing, man. He never gonna, he gonna not stand in front of you, he gonna stand beside you. You see what I'm saying? And I want to tell you, bro, from the bottom of my heart, man, your whole MLB family right here with you right now, your fans out here right now, bro, we love you, bro. We'll never forget you, bro, and your name will forever ring on we ain't got no hand dog in here right now, bro. But we going to hold our hands up right now, bro. And we going to take that toe, bro. Good health. Low chivity. And big old bag. Third light. Third light, man. Love you, brother. I just want to come up here and, um.
12: I ain't get to tell my boy, thank you. So, I won't tell trouble, thank you. He always supported me, you know. Now my nigga, you know, and all. I'm hurting for y'all because I'm hurting for five years. You know, I wasn't with him 30 years, you know, so. I just wanna tell that nigga thank you, you know, for that oh my boy, you know, and uh I just wanna tell him thank you, that'll my boy.
5: So when I see the untimely demise of trouble, you know, I don't know if it's because I just got out the hospital or I was in the hot like, you know. Is you know I be getting like right now I'm feeling like yo man because I was you know a couple of clips I was just watching was was um, at his funeral, and I hear people talk about you know when people pass I hear people talk about like you know what they kind of meant to people and what kind of individuals they was and who they were as people and it always makes me wonder like I said if I'm doing a a hell of a job but I know. Right. The people that's bumped into me, the people that know me for real, like it's nothing you can like everybody will have those kind of things. Bro was always teaching us like and I hate to think about that kind of shit, but I think when you sit in the hospital helpless or you sit in pain or you sit, you know, just in a position where you just can't do anything like I can't even explain the feeling of being helpless as someone that's. That people would like to say is power struck Because people say that I have control issues Because I like to be informed And that's a whole nother conversation But there's a real difference between being informed And having control issues I don't want to make any decision with half of the ingredients You know, I don't want to make any decision Without really knowing what really what really it entails Because half the information is a lie Half the truth is a lie You see what I'm saying? So I need all the information to to make the right decision. I think people who deal in life without any level of real direction. Right. They just kind of live in life. It don't matter what happened the next day. Like, I know what I'm doing. My next move is a 40 million dollar move. The same way I worked my way into this move and I said, yo, this move is going to get me to here. Like, so I'm always someone that's thinking and plotting and planning and strategizing and really doing it though i ain't one of you talking that you know it's a lot of you talking that i'm gonna work i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that man i'm gonna get to it you ain't gonna do nothing you ain't gonna do nothing you ain't gonna do nothing but you're gonna keep talking about it because the worker speak for itself when somebody say yo what loan doing over just go check him out go check him out just see what he's doing. He's putting the work in. That's what it's about. As you, you know Muscles just don't pop up. You know, if you're a young nigga, you'll have muscles just because you're skinny and you may you athletic or something. But when you get older, you gotta work for muscles. You gotta work to get weight off. You gotta work to look a certain like so people who think that um I'm just gonna get up and, and it's just gonna fall in my lap. And I and, and right now, even with me, you know, I'm trying to teach my children like, yo, bro. I don't care what you thinking bro It ain't coming if you don't go get it I don't care who your dad is I don't care who your mom is I don't care who your favorite player is I don't care If you don't go get it It ain't coming And a fool is the only person That don't respect the truth If you don't go get it The shit ain't coming And some, somewhere along the lines bro We'll get caught up in like Dreaming Dreaming is just the first step. You know, you should gotta go step two and three. You gotta put some action behind those dreams, some actionable items. You understand me? Or you ain't finna do nothing but keep talking. And then what'll happen is life will catch up with you the way that talking to expose itself. It's like, bro, you 40 years old, still talking about what you was doing when you was the star quarterback at eleven. You can't live like that. You got to be focused on the next move and the next move. I ain't even celebrated going to revote in November. I was at revote in November. Uh, Bank brought me up. I talked to Rick Ross. I interviewed Rick Ross up there. I was doing all kind of shit. Earn Your Leisure brought me up. uh, A chance to rap. I was out there with. I ain't even celebrated that. I kept moving. Boom. After that, I'm, I'm I'm in Miami with B Marshall. I'm on the West Coast doing this. I'm in New York with D4. I'm in, like, bro, it ain't, you can't, I'm such a, you can't do that. You got to focus on the next move because a lot of y'all get caught and fall in that ditch. You understand? All you worry about, man, I had a good practice yesterday. You got to have more of them, baby. The niggas ahead of you, they have millions of them. And that's the only thing to keep it in perspective for me is that, yo, the niggas ahead of you, bro. That little one podcast you had, or that little one year you had where you was on the run, boy, that niggas ahead of you, you done had twenty of them. You playing catch up, baby. But don't nobody, you know, I'm the only person that they speak like it cause everybody else is okay with being in the corner telling themselves that it'll happen without doing it. But I don't feel as though I'm I don't feel as though I have control issues. I feel as though I like to be thoroughly informed about whatever decision uh that I'm making or whatever circumstance that I'm involved in. You know. But but with trouble in, in this situation, man, they said that he was um at a young lady's house. Um crazy how the universe works prior to that he had some Tweets out I think it was the day before Where he was just like yo it's too many police out Man I'm going in y'all be cool Just search it's crazy because In in a weird way I truly believe That If you don't Die of natural causes You know the glitch In your system that may cause You to Fall in that In a situation where you may um, Be in an unfavorable outcome You understand it's almost like Yo, I, I, cause bro used to always talk about bitch. I know the Loved him Like you could tell about the, the outpour of women That was, and excuse me for saying bitch, He would always talk about women I know the women loved him Because The outpour Of, you know Love that was shown to him You know, when he, when he passed away But in a weird way It's almost like, man is there a way to? Is there a way to to some kind of way know your weakness? Cause man, you don't speak on those things and not know that that's you know what I mean. It's almost be weird to me, bro. Like real talk. And so they say the young lady and pictures have came out of, of this girl. Man, you know, unfortunate for her. Like it, this is it's a messy situation, man. Because according to them, trouble went over there um got with her i guess they did whatever they did and they was laying down dude crept in the house caught him fought her trouble jump up to help her fight and then he he killed trouble but he didn't kill that girl you know um unfortunate that i like he like you know it's unfortunate i jump up and fight for you right fight on behalf of the circumstance that we both got each other in and then I end up getting killed and then you end up walking away. I can see how that's hurtful to the family. You know, I am I can also see how it's hurtful to her. I'm not saying that she had anything to do with it. I'm not sure. I'm not saying she did either. Did or didn't. I don't know. You understand where I'm from? The back door is uh is open oftentimes. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's for me. Like, I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. But. The, the, the story started to get a little weary for me when they started to say like all right because the first thing i thought and we'll just kind of go through some of the thoughts i had right the first thing i thought was i right. as a rapper as a d- that's popping with some money not even a rapper just a poppy d- in the city with some paper i know what it's like right for women or girls to Want you to come over and want you to be over here and come over here and lay up and eat and I want to feed you and this and that. So you know i'm I'm familiar with what it's like, you know, with those circumstances. And so when I first said it, I said, okay, I wonder prior to him leaving that house, was she talking to that guy? Like prior to trouble pulling up, was she talking? You see what I'm saying? Because for him to pop up, it just don't. It just like if you truly believe it's three in the morning, and I'm asleep. Why you you would like it almost felt like and this is me without any information respectfully. This is me. This is just going through my thoughts as to what I was thinking when I first saw it. I'm like, all right. so if. Let's just say. I'm a rapper. I'm, I'm big long, right? I'm long. You want me to come over there. You probably done. This ain't your first time asking me to come over there you understand this ain't your first time asking me to come over and what happens time what happens a lot of times is is that we we'll just choose where we want to go so i might tell you i'm coming over there after and then don't come i'm coming over there thursday man after this show and then don't come after the yo i'll be over there and i don't come and so I could have told you that that night I'm coming And you might have thought it was one of them nights again Why I wasn't coming So you still communicating with dude Next thing you know I, I hit your line Yo I'm outside Now you cut communication off Now he like hold up I know she not asleep I was just talking to her She not asleep I would literally just talking and, and, and then you know what I'm saying I'm just wondering how did he like No dude was there Then you pull up and you see this car outside, cause with some paper, usually gonna drive something that indicate he got some money. Know what I'm saying? So you see that car out there, like he gotta be for her. Just your insecurity as that dude pulling up for a nigga to shoot somebody who is supposed to be girl. Cause in my opinion, homie, that ain't your girl. If that was your girl, she wouldn't have been in that house with another nigga. I always tell people, man, I don't give a what you call that woman. How she act is what she is. Do you understand? You call that girl your girlfriend all you want. That... If she don't cook for you, she don't clean for you. She don't help you. She don't encourage you. What are you calling her? What are you talking about? Same with your man. Oh, that's my man, but he don't help you. He don't encourage you. He don't teach you. He don't lead you. He don't protect. He don't do nothing. What the fuck do y'all be out here just giving titles to people about? That's my boyfriend. That's my nah, you but again, we in a new age where you can use language in whatever way you want to use it. We start to ignore science and everything. So we in this weird place where, you know, you can just be like, I'm your girlfriend and you shouldn't cheat on me, or I'm your boyfriend and you shouldn't cheat on me when you don't provide me anything that a boyfriend or a girlfriend will provide in that situation. That ain't that dude girlfriend. Now, they may have had a relationship And it could have been a recent relationship But if somebody will fuck another person In a bed that you was just in That ain't your that ain't your girl But he, you know, boo-boo the fool So he gonna run in there and kill something about something that ain't work Like, bro, listen, bro You don't, that's a bad, that's a mistake I'll just leave it there and I, and I a lot of times women will say, yo, don't hold my past against me. You know what I did before you. It don't got nothing to do with you. I disagree with that. Who you had sex with, you know, and how you've had sex and whatever you've done. You know, we all have a past. But your past can have some indicators in them. Why you keep trying to tell me not to look at your past? What's back here you don't want a nigga to see? Because I am who I am. Go back through it. You know, I made some decisions that was wrong, right? I might have did some shit, smacked them off here or done some, right? I did some shit that was impulsive, but I ain't never made no immoral decision. I ain't never made immoral decisions. I I ain't never touched a child or, you know, my homeboy girlfriend or with a, 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 like, I ain't never done nothing that, you know, I ain't never done nothing that's immoral. Look through it. So when somebody You know, especially with me, if I got everything to lose and you telling me, you know, your past don't matter in regards to. If I think you were their love Nah, that ain't what I'm saying, but if you were of being in my situation with everything that I got to consider, everything I got to lose, everything that's at stake on my wall, I got to consider these things. Because although you might be a sane individual, you might be, yo, I'm not somebody that'll do X, Y, and Z. I know you ain't gonna kill me. But you ain't, you might not got good sense. So you sleep with a nigga, you'll let damn near anybody f you that can get you alone. If they got some money and they can get you in a room by yourself, you might go. And it's the same way with a n- baby girl. If you find a man that he'll f anybody who can get him in a room by himself, he a problem. You need to know that because that impulsive behavior can lead to some other things. I always tell people that sex and love is cousins, right? So the intentions are not clear when you have sex. It's a blurred line, right? So what will happen is you will be having sex with dude just to be having sex with dude. And then he'll be falling in love because you don't have the intellectual ability to or the makeup to understand that oh this has changed this dude is not accepting the 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 boundaries that i've set in place right whatever that may be you won't even know that and then i will fall victim to that because as you see with trouble he'll come in and try to fight you he'll try to fight you but he'll kill me you see what i'm saying He got to get me out the way because he know he can't control your mind. He can't make you not with me because if that's the case, you wouldn't be laying here in his bed with me. So he got to kill me to remove me. And he'll go that far. But again, I always think standards is important. I want to know like and then, of course, I take in consideration age and like if you was a certain age doing certain things, but still certain things are like, oh, you were doing that. Like they ran a train on you? Nah, I don't really nah. I don't know now. You talking about wifey, being wifey, what nah I don't really No, I gotta think about that. Now, it, it also says this. Say that you're somebody who See, cause some pretty women don't utilize the beauty in a way, they don't weaponize their beauty, right? But in this in this new age era, They make it seem like all women weaponize their beauty, but there's still women who are very beautiful, but they don't weaponize their beauty. So what will happen is they'll be drop dead gorgeous and fall in love with Brian from Subway. Now, Brian from Subway places himself in a situation where he could never get a woman that looks like this. Now, big Loon slide through. And he and he now I like the girl because she really my speed. She's something that I would kind of have, you know, you know, a dude with some money and some some status and, you know, uh, arm candy. She, she she check all those boxes. Now he comes some dude trying to take your girl in your mind. He trying to take your girl. And for you, you're going to step out of bounds for that because you would never get another one of them. You ain't finna man. I'm not losing that one. You're going to try to go as far as you can. And for me, bro, I just think I got to be aware of what kind of risk you would take. Do you even do a risk assessment? Like what you would do with your body says a lot to me. You Know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. If I if I feel like that anybody can fuck you, if they get you in a room alone, that's a problem. And I know that's just my feeling because you don't have no way to prove that. Right. So I'm I'm not projecting that i'm saying that sometimes you can go through like if i'm your first dude of my kind that's that's kind of scary to me because it's like oh you ain't gonna know how to you ain't gonna know what to do with this like you ain't gonna know that you supposed to have the clothes out you ain't gonna know to have a dinner done you ain't gonna know when i come in from doing a podcast or a show to this you ain't gonna know because you ain't never had held accountable You've been freaking with. They don't give a f- what happened. They just happy to get some. P- them don't want no. Them ain't having no clean house. And man, the walls need to be washed. And we want our sh- to smell good. Them n- Man, I'm fucking. I'm good to be f***ing after a long day in the warehouse or after a long day wherever. Man, I'm just good to be right. And 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 sometimes some men ain't that simple. And when you start to cross breed those men, that's when you start to have a problem. When I'm when me and a is sharing the same person and our standards are completely different. Somebody done judge something wrong. Somebody got something off. You see what I'm saying? My second question was Damn truck. Damn school. Why you go over there and go to sleep? Damn, bro. I, I, you know, as far as me, I'm never going to no woman house going to sleep. I, it happened to me one time. I'll never forget it. I went over a woman' house. She had a uh, um, was, you know, rich neighborhood, you know. So I'm I'm over there, and somebody knocks on the door. I I got my gun on me, so I don't, you know. And I'm not sleep at this time. Somebody knocks on the door. I already know it's a. It's ten some at night. ain't No, who is? Ain't your daughter? Ain't your mama? Ain't no, ain't the neighbors? That's somebody that want to know why you ain't answering. So I'm saying, or what? Why you ain't called me? Or why you ain't text? I was making sure. And and a lot of these weirdo not the ones that's genuine and really in a relationship and checking on their women, but a lot of these weirdo try to mask they. Uh, check up or pop up like it's that they doing a welfare check or something. Oh, I was just checking to see you ain't answering the phone. I was just, man, damn, baby, I ain't there. you know. And it's like, yo, bro, you you know, if we not in a relate, like yo, if I've been telling you or if we've been rocky or if we trying to break up or if it ain't nothing, don't do that. You know, if you somebody real woman or real man, at least I do. Like, I tell man like yo. You see what's up. If I yo, bro, I show you what it is, deal with that. I'ma show you when it ain't what it is. We ain't gonna be talking about it. I'm I I'm gone. Ain't nothing to ask anybody. Soon I say it's over, it's over. Ain't nothing to talk about. Ain't no calling, ain't no. It's just it's it's a done thing. So dudes have to stop forcing themselves, and women do this too. People let me not make this a gender thing because I want to be genderless in my approach because I'm dealing with information. So I don't want to specifically call anyone out in regards to behavior traits. I understand that feelings is involved and when feelings are involved, we don't know who, what, when or where would act what kind of way. So I want to be clean and concise with my message in, in, in regards to that. But. I was at the house and. Like I said Knock on the door You know She go out And you know You see Another thing I ain't doing Is sitting in the room Waiting on a To come in there And kill me So When the When the When the door go off And she calls herself Walking to the door I'm walking to the door Not defending her I'm walking And standing back With my firearm Cause I don't know Whether or not you know he finna just open fire or he finna i don't know what's going on but i need to protect myself i'm worth too much So a lot of people think i'm worth a lot of money and my people love me so but in my mind i'm thinking about yo i ain't going whatever finna happen right here i'm going to jail i'm finna go to jail right so the um so we walk around cause the house big. We get out walking and 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 she come out the door. You know how motherfuckers come out the door and slam it behind him and go, you know, like, you know, go on outside to talk. You understand? So they outside talking. And 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 I'm right there by the window. Cause soon he found her and running in the house, I'm right here on the side. I'ma go and blow his ass off. Cause I know he's gonna ain't come in here to try to kill me. You know, but he ended up just leaving. I say, see, that's the thing. That's another thing That was the right move for him though A round of applause for dude Because you don't want to Turn that into something Clearly homie This ain't your woman She just showed you With this move right here See again But guess what he pulled up to When he pulled up or He probably didn't And that's why why I said this about dude Because he probably didn't Pull straight up to her house He probably rolled through and he seen one of them cars out there. that say, "Oh, it's a in there with some paper. That nigga might got a necklace on and some motion that's in that house." And he didn't like that. So when he seen that car, he coming. I'm like, "Yo, this got some nuts, you know?" Um, and I never seen him. Like I never seen him face to face. I never he never said nothing to me. But it was that situation. And that one situation said to me, Lon, you can't. What are you doing?" And I didn't even like it like that Like you what are you doing bro Like what are you doing Like you bugging out Ain't got no business in these spots like this Man you Like bro you don't gotta settle home Like what are you doing But I know that horny kick in See boy that horny kick in And boy a nigga throw his sense away Be operating on all cylinders Everything going except his sense Common sense got to go when that horny kick in. So a nigga a run right on over. I was just more, because in that split second, what it said to me was, all right, somebody don't see, because I'm 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 different than y'all. Man, my mind is, I'm calculating. I might see a nigga walking through, and he just think I'm looking at him because he walking. Man, I done calculated where you came from, where you going, what you got on, what's in your hand. Man, I'm on some whole other shit. And, and it ain't you. You can't duplicate this. So I can tell you, you can't do it. You just you ain't come up like this. So my problem was if I seen and I really didn't want him. Or I ain't gonna say what I wanted him to do. I knew that he would look at me like my woman is slipping away, and you the reason. So I'm saying some happens in relationships the way you shut off. Everything you might have did to someone, everything you might have said, all the times they might have needed you and asked you for things that you couldn't do. Or maybe the times where the man said, yo, can you cook me some? Can you make you complain? Now he's replaced you. Now you look at this woman like, oh, you took my man or you took my now, bro. No, that ain't what happened. But that that is what a mother f- convinced themselves of. So you'll see me and think, "Yo." You taking my woman from me. It's like, nah, nigga, you, you didn't do nothing. to That woman, that woman, you wouldn't even coming home or whatever. Like, whatever the circumstances was to make you were getting drunk. And she didn't even like, like, you were getting drunk. She ain't even, you ain't even cleaning up and she Like, you leave, like, what you talking about? Like, she don't even like that kind of shit. Nigga, she done, you don't even know that. But you will blame whoever you see her next to. And because you love her, you won't take it out on her. You'll take it out on that motherfucker next to her. But then she'll just replace him with somebody else. So now dude kill Trouble and now, now what? She definitely going to be fucking somebody else if she had a nigga in bed that you were just staying at three weeks ago. And this is no disrespect to Shawty. I'm dealing with the information. I'm saying if you will put me in a bed where a nigga is at, been gone by three weeks, you finna fuck something else. I don't even let people come to my house. I will leave people with this house-friendly shit be letting me know y'all lame. I will let house-friendly shit y'all be doing. all oh, everybody pull up to the house. Oh, it's cool. Everybody come on through. Yeah, we having a party at the house. Y'all for lame and man. Y'all can't have nothing to lose. You got to be either broke, petty, don't understand where you at, ain't got nothing. Go- Something got to be happening for you to be that welcoming into your sanctuary. You don't want no motherfucking running around. You ever see people at the church when the church ain't open? I don't want nobody at the house. The house ain't never open. This the sanctuary, everything. All my prized possessions is at the house. The fuck I need it? Oh, but see, again, people are living in this false reality, bro. You want people to see, like for me anyway. When I look at life, you know the people who want to invite people to them how to the houses and shit all the time are the people usually who may first time be in a nice spot or something like that. You know they might this might be their first time with a car, so they can't wait to hit the block and roll the windows down. Like bro, we ain't we grown ups. Motherfuckers is grown. Know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't want anybody. For me, ain't, can't nobody tell you where I live at. Nobody. My mother, my children, my woman, my uncle, people like that. But nobody, this just getting Nobody. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Know what I'm saying? Because I understand the ramifications. Now, when you're an old adult and you don't understand risk assessment, you're a fool. And I know they say, God, look out for children and fools, man. But I have a hard time. I ain't God. Yeah, I ain't God. They say, God, look out for children and fools. I ain't God. So fools is off my list. Yeah, you operating like a fool. You operating like a fool. I don't let everybody into my personal space. If I let you into my personal space, you can affect me personally. Then why would I let a motherfucker come affect this? Shit? Everything I got going on. Why would I let a motherfucker come affect this? Shit? Because they want to have a good time. Oh, we want to sit around and have a good time. They gonna affect a multi-million dollar. Si- ain't gonna happen. But yeah, man. Like I say, relationships are, are something that you you gotta consider a lot of things. You can't just be someone. Oh, we're fucking. We're we we're And I love you. No. 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 Not gonna happen. Do you compliment me? Do you help me get through life? Do you make sh harder for me? Ain't no motherfucker just fing and giving you everything they got. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker gotta make life easier, son. Relationships are supposed to complement each other. Yeah, the ketchup compliment the fries. If you just need fries without ketchup, that's cool. But if you go, if you happen to say I want a girlfriend, it need to add something to what you already doing. Not take from what you're doing. If I can do all this on my own and then I add you in the mix and it stop me from doing what I'm doing. Why would I add you in the mix? If I can be productive by myself. But then if I say, you know what, it's time for me to get a woman. I plug a woman in and it slow my production down. Why would I? What does that do? How is it? Marry that? Marry slower production. Is that what you? Mu- be thinking but again if you're not smart you don't know and motherfuckers are desperate they'll do anything for for anything they just it's just it's up world we live in hey so again man with that being said man rp trouble relationships is rough you know uh legend in the town man i think uh I think I think he he did what he was supposed to do, man. His time here, so man. Prayers to that dude, family. We're gonna play a few clips. Like I say, it's just crazy how the universe aligns. The universe just speaks. Um, this clip we're about to play was a clip when he was speaking about a situation to me that just rained eerie. I'm like, yo, damn, this is crazy. Let's listen to what he said.
12: I think it was in the Caroline, but don't know which. Like, no bullshit ever happened to me. Like, I don't have that. Like, folk come to me with respect. So, like, I ain't never had to go through no extra shit or lying shit or none of that shit. But I remember one of my young niggas, we had that off And this box bad ass shit. Fat boot on two, fine years. But I'm telling you, like, bro, you can't tread nothing. Like, spit it on these road. Like, you don't know these folk. Like, within a split instant, like, say them folk just tied on your anything Even know where to find them, none of that shit. But now you just dead in the water. So, you right there, but it so hot, nigga. Like, hey, I hear, I hear, I hear, but nigga, waiting on you to finish, so they can go, yeah. we probably had about eight, eight, nine down that motherfucker. So he go through the hotel, I'm setting it all up though because don't nobody else really know how to talk, so I'm putting them all in a different room. We going through the hotel, I'm just putting them in a different room, Boom, boom, two here, two over hell two hotel. Set it out. They, boom. they might pop it off on me first. Give me that head. Boom, now put it on my dog. Put it on my dog on you know, my dog real quick. I'm running up the hallway butt naked. Go to the next room. Do the same thing. Come in one room. They dead. They ain't up doing no talking to shit. Set it out. They'll pop it off for me first here. Do my dog. Do my dog. We go room for room. But these The only nigga end up going back to my goddamn room. And laying out dolo. Like I ain't finna sleep with you. And none of this will let you stay. Like you know what I'm saying. So come next morning. It lie to hell in the hallway. You just hit him going crazy i come out the number my box on with time i see you just running up the hallway so they end up the owner with the problem but i'm just running down come follow my dog out here young and going he ain't got shit on this shit. come to find out little snack had not got down went he don't slept with the snack i tell you okay why do you know this? he don't let the they got get that shit just too good for you, you wanted to wake up i do been in that situation too though you want to wake up hit that shit yeah you ain't feel Mr. told that kick rocks but he don't let that <laughs> he don't let that they, she don't you know, empty them pockets out, got that jewelry and everything. Yeah, she do you know, tore it down. She got her folks outside waiting on her and everything. They hopping the window. I don't even go downstairs. I just go to the end of the hallway. I'm looking out the window. He's still running down. Hey, hey. Yeah, I look out the window. The <laughs> hand and now, She go get a little goddamn bronze a little Toyota. Them hook caps on it and everything. She got all that hopping the whip, skirt out on them. We ain't seen that since. his that up, but no, than like that, like it's just a bunch of freak. Shit. Be going on out that motherfucker, but I ain't never went through no bullshit. You no, know? four snacks blowing you up at one time. That type of shit. other than that won't go through no bullshit. Bro. Hey, that
5: that was that was crazy, man. But like I say, you know, RIP to the homie, uh, Trump. Dude, stay safe out there. You guys do some by there. Understand? You know, understand what's at risk, man, and um. I know it's easier said than done, boy, because I know when horny kick in, it's, a, it's damn near over for, for all of them. All the, all, any, any one of you dudes, when horny kick in, it's really over for you. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, y'all stay safe out there, man. You know, Atlanta been going through it. You know, we got the Gunner, Gunner, and, and Thug, and YSL, that situation. We got Key passed away, Metro booming. Mother, R.I.P. to his mother I know he going through it I'm going to speak on that next week Um, he Got trouble, passed away You know, and then just the other frivolous things Like the breakups with music And, you know, I don't know, man You know, it's just it's just a lot going on down there, man Y'all better keep ATL in your prayers Speaking of, Alana, um, I'll briefly speak on this I'm going to speak on two more things, and I'm going to get out of here again, man. This is a, a podcast where I just got out of the hospital, so I wanted to still come through, take care of y'all. Um, Revote has been very um, supportive, you know, in saying that, hey, just, you know, take your time. Um, but, you know, I, I just I can't sit around. I don't know if it's a disease or something that I I can't sit around and just do nothing. Like, I can't sleep all day. I can't lay around all day. I can't just sit up and do nothing all day. I just I'm not wired that way. Like that will make me fall into a depression. Like, is this something about getting work done, doing something, furthering something, trying to chase something that like I think all men should have? And I'm glad that I have it And I need to do my best in making sure my children have it Because if you're lazy You will suffer in this life If you get up late You will suffer in this life If you don't want to work out If you don't want to get the work done You're going to suffer Because I'm not going to be able to be around And hold you down the entire time So you're going to have to get it in yourself you Know what I'm saying So um But yeah Um Roddy Rich, let's talk about this, was arrested, headed to the Governor's Ball. For those of you that don't know, the Governor's Ball was in New York. Summer Jam also was in New York. So New York had a star-studded festival lineup this weekend in which they had almost every rapper in the world come through, right? So Roddy Rich was headed there at some sort of police checkpoint. He was engaged by police and later arrested on firearms charges. Now, this is important because... New York is the place where Lil Wayne had to go to jail. And we know Lil Wayne pool, and we know Wayne's money. His notoriety, right? And as much as Roddy Rich is done, he can't put a flashlight to Lil Wayne. And they made LeWayne go sit down. So that says something about how they feel about uh, guns. Let's just say that. Number two, this is also the same place where NFL players NFL star player Plexico Burris Shot himself in the club And he had to go to jail So New York has strict gun laws They have the ability to put you in jail For defending yourself with a gun up there I don't even think self defense is a thing up there Right? So you're in a situation Now, Roddy Rich Then gets Out in time enough to make it because he did end up making a bond. Let's listen to what he said on stage. See, you see that you know he he said F N Y P D, and I do know that. Like I remember a couple years ago when I seen Q C P go through New York for Rolling Loud, and the way that they harassed him, like bro, they checked on the shit And he, he's an executive. He ain't even a rapper. He ain't pulling up smelling like weed or nothing. He just the exec dude, and they went so hard. I said, oh yeah. You probably don't want to be involved with that, especially in one of them kind of towns. And they keep having them in them kind of towns. I don't know what that's about, but uh, I always knew that law enforcement views large events like opportunities. Right. When they see a large event, especially black people. Right. And I'm I'm trying to stop making everything so much about, you know, blacks and whites. But I do have to identify that the, the rules are not ubiquitous i have to identify that and for those you go look it up you don't know the word but i have to identify that that's the situation but but just imagine right if you could say like there's gonna be just say this let's just say for giggles let's just play it out because we have a podcast let's say you don't like rappers let's say you don't like black people let's say you don't like powerful black people because of or oh, that's a whole different kind of a, a, a pole black. They don't care. Now, they ain't you ain't no threat, but a powerful black nigga or a nigga with some paper, He a different kind of. Nigga. See, some people like pole black people. They just don't like black people when they empowered. Yeah, you like the black dude that work under you. You just don't like the one that work over you. You like your black barber. You just don't like your black supervisor. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes they have an issue with where the black person sits. And I think when it's power behind some of these people who they feel like shouldn't be in that power, whether that's because they think they are involved with criminal intent or criminal behavior, or maybe they think that they have influenced in a way that doesn't help the, the world move forward. Um, both those conversations could be entertained. I think both of them will be wrong, but I think we would have to take a deep dive to even really have those conversations. A lot of times on the internet, uh, we have very surface level conversations and me, I'm dealing with the, the specifics. So sometimes I need to have a real in-depth conversation about some of these things. If you really want to get into what I was trying to say, but in regards to black people, let's just say, you can say, yo, it's going to be. Almost every powerful black rapper that we know in this city at this time on this date. Do we ramp up police? Do we bring out little technology that can scan through cars that they don't know we got? Because they got that. And and when I think about it, I can only think about like the lady that's dealing with Young Thug Case and how she talks about targeting. Because you have to un- when you target for something, you aim for it. When you aim for something without knowing, see, it's, it's impossible to target gangs. If it, it, First, you have to prove it's a gang. So first, you have to target just people and then prove it's a gang. So what people classify as gangs? Black people. When you bring me a white gang, I'll shut up. But black people classify as gangs. So when you say I'm targeting gangs, If I'm not outwardly saying I'm a gang member, then you have to target people who classify or who people will consider as a gang, which is, I know what they say. Any such and such with any criminal element and no. It's usually black people, Cribs, Bloods, GDs, Vice, it's usually something like that. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't understand that's how Boosie got around his. A lot of the rappers think they're going to do the same thing Boosie done, and it's going to be a little harder. See, we from the South, and in the South, depending on what state and section, that gang banging shit might didn't get through there like that, and it's some gangster shit going on, but not that gang banging shit. So what happens is that gang banging shit is what's getting you, All you rapping, rapping the same thing and throwing it up, and, you know what I'm saying? We can be whatever we is, but that's what's getting you. Like they they can what they gonna call uh, uh, boosting his family again? It's gonna be rough because usually what they do is they uh like with slime. I'll use thug for example. They'll take YSL slime, right? Some that he made him and his partners, according to them, because I say no rebate slime in the nineties, but according to them, he legitimized slime criminal element, right? And so what they'll do is they'll they have to take that. And then attach that to the Inglewood family. Sex, money, murder, you know, some some big blood gang to then say it's a subsection of the bloods because the Bloods is recognized in the courtroom. The Crips is recognized. The GDs, you know, those gangs are recognizing from a global or regional standpoint. So they're able to. Uh, uh, Tied to that and then legitimize it. But if it's just me and Twin of my homeboys and we cause it havoc, you might got your little street gang, but it's going to be rough to, you know, really tie that in as some big boy, such and such. I just don't see them being able to do that, you know. But if you had all of those rappers in one place, you know they got to have their weed, you know, they got to protect themselves. So search them extra hard. But I've always said that all they're doing is creating jobs for people who work at Rolling Loud or work at Summer Jam. Listen, PSA, if you work at Summer Jam, just tell the rap, don't bring no weed. I got you. I'm, I'm on I'm on the inside with it. Yeah, I got 20 pounds of that. shit now. Don't bring nothing. Don't bring, I got you, whatever you, I got you. Just when you get here, you're good to go. But it costs them niggas money. They ain't trying to go without whatever they, they paying that. So they ain't doing nothing but creating a job. Man, and because I think I don't think people are turn the bag down. The bags be real big for them places that got that many people in them like that. So I don't see him turning the bag down. He did get up there and say FNYPD I know the feeling. I still don't believe or know whether or not that rappers need to use their time on stage in a way that's more effective. Right? That's not. You know, we seen what the baby did with his time. You know, and and how that affected him. You know, we seen what. You know, that time on stage, man, he can just come back and haunt you. He ain't do no hell of a rant. He just like F them, you know, because they might have they might have searched him for nothing. No, they might have because they didn't say they pulled him over. They didn't say he was speeding. They didn't say they said it was a checkpoint. That's what I'm trying to tell you. you bring all the rappers to the city and put checkpoints everywhere. Search the hell out these rich niggas. We know they got to protect them chains and shit. Search these niggas. And we don't fuck with guns at all. So if we find anything, is that we got a hundred k coming from him. And that's how I feel about that. Let's talk about this, and then I'll get out of here, Lil yachty man. Let's talk about this. Now, first, let's 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 play the clip. Let's listen to what Lil, Lil yachty say, and
11: we'll come back with some conversation. So, like, like I'm not going in front of little baby, bro. I'm first gonna be crazy. <laughs> what the f- off the stage? Like, I'm not going in front. Of- I don't want to go on tour. Oh, too much family drama. No, it's just like I'm so like like I'm not going in front of little baby, bro. Folks gonna look at me crazy. <laughs> what the f-? get off the stage? Like I'm not going in front of that n- at all. I don't want to go in front of him. I don't even want to be on the same lineup as him ever, ever. You just got too many hits. No, not even by hits. I just we are in such different lanes. If someone's coming to see him, they are not. They are not trying to hear me. Like we're on two different ends uh... of the spectrum. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying.
5: Act thought he was finna get some juicy family drama Nah 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 it ain't that He just know he can't You can't get with baby man Baby now That's why I try to tell people like when When you got that glow on you Ain't nothing they can do with you Like when you got that glow on you man Standing next to you gonna be uncomfortable for certain people Like it's just an uncomfortable thing Cause at the end of the day it's music bro You know what I'm saying But standing next to me when I'm talking like this And you talking like that you probably going to say, man, I don't like him. He tell you, what, he you know what I'm saying. That's what a lot of people do. They thought they was talking like that until you start talking like that. You know what I'm saying? They thought the people were screaming until they start screaming when you, you know, so it get weird, man. But sometimes they like, sometimes they like to do that, you know. I don't know. I would still want to go on tour with them. It's a bag involved. Another episode, man, fastest growing podcast in the world. It's up there, podcast, Revolt TV. You dealing with the biggest homie.